And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Greenlight Reviews is back with you. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we have both seen Charlie Wilson's War. It was directed by the amazing Mike Nichols. The screenplay is by Aaron Sorkin, and we know Aaron Sorkin's mm-hmm. work from The West Wing. It comes from a book by the late George Kreil, who was a very good friend of mine here really? in Cleveland. And it stars Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's four Oscars between the three of them. Right. Also, Amy Adams, Ned Beatty, and Emily Blunt. Mm -hmm. What a cast. What a script. What a directing job. What a heck of a movie. Wouldn't it have been great to have been the agent who put this together? Oh, yeah. What a winning ticket when you say, okay, now I've got a great script from Aaron Sorkin, and then I have three of the best box office names, and they're wonderful actors. And at the helm, Mike Nichols. Really, it's an agent's dream come true. Well, how can you lose? How can you you lose? You cannot lose, and they didn't lose. This is a true story, Anne, based on a Texas congressman Mm -hmm. whose name is Charlie Wilson. Right. He put together the financing through Congress that wound up chasing the Soviets Mm -hmm. out of Afghanistan that they had occupied. Nobody knew about this in America. We didn't care about Afghanistan. Well, it was very covert, as they say. Definitely. You have to go into the fact that Charlie Wilson was a womanizing scoundrel, if you will. I mean, he was a good politician. Yes, he was. And he knew how to get things done in Washington, so he's very effective. But he was a bachelor, and he was something of a roué, and he only got into this whole business at the urging of the sixth richest woman in Texas, Joanne Herring, played by Julia Roberts. And I met Joanne Herring many years ago in Houston, and let me tell you, Julia Roberts plays her to perfection. Julia Roberts took a chance with her own career. She's always been very, very vulnerable and Mm -hmm. kind of appealing, and you want to take care of her. Joanne Herring is a very, very determined, strong, sometimes tough woman. And very glamorous. Very glamorous. And watching the wonderful play between Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts is just astonishing. When I read George Kreil's book, Mm -hmm. and I reviewed it for a newspaper, and in speaking to George afterwards, I said, I loved this book because I kept seeing in my head Clark Gable and Spencer Tracy playing these two roles. That would have been good casting. It would have been terrific casting. But now we have Tom Hanks and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and they are so good. You know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, this is the third film in the last couple of months, actually, for him. He was great in Savages. Great in Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. I don't know what the Academy is going to do this year, do you? I think they ought to give him three Oscars. (laughs) Okay. He is so good in this film. He's so tough. He's always rumpled, although he wasn't as Capote, but he always looks like... An unmade bed. Right. He's worn (laughs) his suit one day too many. That's right. He's terrific. And again, the two of them back and forth is amazing to watch. Well, Hoffman plays a rumpled CIA malcontent agent. I mean, he's very unhappy with everything that's going on with his organization and practically everything that goes on in Washington. And so when he finally gets to work with Tom Hanks as Charlie Wilson, of course, we see that theirs is a match made in heaven. They start off on opposite sides of the issues, and within 10 minutes, they're both having a little Jack Daniels, and they're heading for the hot tubs together. Right. (laughs) And with babes, of course. Of course, of course. His character's name is Gust, with a T, Gust Avrakotis. He is Grecian descent. And he didn't like the idea that most of the people in the CIA were looking for 
agents whose father and grandfather and great-grandfather and great-great-grandfather mm -hmm. were all Americans. Mm -hmm. And of course, his father was an immigrant, and he was very resentful of that, and he fought with the CIA. As a matter of fact, the first scene in which we see him, he walks out of the boss's office at the CIA and smashes <laughs> the plate glass right, door. Right. He's great. Tom Hanks, again, you watch him. He has the appeal of a Jimmy Stewart, but there is something more roguish about him, more naughty about him. Mischievous. I agree with you. That's a very interesting observation, Les. Because when you think of Tom Hanks, it's not the first person that comes to mind when you talk about a womanizing scoundrel. You right. would think many other actors, Woody Harrelson comes to mind, sure. even George Clooney. But what Hanks does with the role is he elevates it. And he also plays up the fact that Charlie Wilson was the go-to guy to get things done. And he downplays really, the fun-loving and irresponsible side of Charlie Wilson, which was the guy who drank a lot of Jack Daniels and sat around in hot tubs with beautiful babes. Yes. That's just a minor, minor part of the story, but it's sure as heck entertaining. There is a scene in which he finds out that because of his mm -hmm. covert funding of the Afghans, and by the way, we have to say that the Afghans that he helped to free from the Soviet oppression grew up to be the Taliban. That's right. And they do not mention that in this movie, and they didn't need to because it's not that kind of a movie. Anyway, when he finds out that the Afghans have shot down three Soviet planes, right. he's so thrilled that he grabs the nearest female, who happens to be his assistant, Amy Adams, and she is so wonderful in this part, too. Very, very darling in this and part. And gives her this tremendously passionate kiss because he's so excited about what happened. There's so many good things about this picture. The direction is superb. But I really have to give credit to Aaron Sorkin because this is a highly technical concept and there's a lot of government talk and there's a lot of arcane language it's very dense stuff but with the beautiful writing of Aaron Sorkin he makes it all understandable and entertaining and again that's what I call the mantra for Mike Nichols he likes a movie to have a message but number one be entertaining first and then let the message slide in. And that's what happens in Charlie Wilson's War. It's beautifully crafted. It is beautifully crafted. It's beautifully acted. It's beautifully written. You're going to love this film. You're absolutely going to love this film. And I am giving it a very enthusiastic green light. I am too. I say green light this one. And folks, you will enjoy this very Hollywood glamorous movie about a subject that isn't. Definitely. So, two green lights for Charlie Wilson's War, directed by the great Mike Nichols, written by Aaron Sorkin from a book by the late George Kreil. He'll get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. The stars are Ned Beatty, which we didn't discuss, but he plays a wonderful congressman. Mm -hmm. Emily Blunt, she has a very small part, and I really wanted to see more of her because she is so beautiful and so sexy and a very confident actress. Amy Adams, we loved her as the silly little princess in Enchanted. She is not silly here. She's a congressional assistant. She knows what she's doing, and she does it well. And Philip Seymour Hoffman, Julia Roberts, and Tom Hanks. You're not going to miss with this film. You're going to love it. I agree. I'm so glad we both love this picture. Absolutely. So, two green lights for Charlie Wilson's War. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time 
at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.